This is the KFDM Morning Podcast from the most watched news team in Southeast Texas. In our morning headlines, Newton ISD has canceled classes for the day. The district announced on its Facebook page yesterday that's canceling classes for all campuses today <clears throat> due to plumbing issues at the high school. Students will return to school on Monday. You can stay with KFDM and Fox 4 for any updates. This morning, an East Texas woman beginning a long prison sentence after she murdered her husband. 32-year-old Samantha Stewart called Corrigan police last summer and told them an intruder fatally shot her husband at their home. While police didn't buy the story and Stewart later confessed, turns out she was having an online affair and killed her husband. Jeffrey herself, the Polk County DA's office, worked out a plea agreement. Her punishment is now 45 years in state prison. A man is jailed on felony charges this morning accused of trying to burn down his estranged wife's home. The grand jury indicted 58-year-old Jerome Holmes of Port Arthur on first-degree felony charge of arson. Police allege he argued with his on-again, off-again wife October the 27th, threatened to set her house on fire. Investigators say he followed through by setting the fire to a pillow uh, beneath the bed uh, in the home, or underneath the home, I should say, on 13th Street in Port Arthur. His wife called 911. First responders helped her get out of the house. Cause of that fire, again, under investigation, but the damage was heavy. A dangerous situation on the highway. A high-speed chase ending up wrecking multiple cars and a man getting tossed behind bars facing all sorts of charges. Beaumont police arrested 22-year-old Jeremiah Malik Robertson of Lafayette. Beaumont police tried to pull the man over Tuesday night on I-10 near downtown. They say he was driving erratically. He sped away, heading east onto 210 during the chase. Police claim he was tossing out bags with an unknown substance. The chase crossed state line and finally ended on Ryan Street in Lake Charles. Louisiana State Police arrested him on a charge of evading. Charges are pending in Beaumont. Water main leaks, discolored water, loss of water supply, all issues the city of Beaumont has faced over the course of the last several years with its water system. Morning Show's Patrina Adger joins us in studio with more. Trina? Diana Macy, it seems like we've been saying this for a long time, but the city is working to improve the water infrastructure with plans in the short term and long term. Maya Caleb reports on what the next five years hold for the city. Part of the city of Beaumont's five-year community investment plan is geared towards Beaumont's water infrastructure. Before council up the money, we were really not replacing a significant percentage of, of the water system. So going forward with what's in the CIP, uh, we're upping the amount of pipe that we're going to be able to replace. Aging pipes played a factor in water main leaks during this year's exceptional drought. We are investing a lot of money towards water line replacement in these next five years. Uh, $36.1 million from this year forward. The city is also looking to add a new water pump station at Collier's Ferry Park on the Natchez River. The current pump station flooded and cut off the city's water supply during Tropical Storm Harvey. There's the raw water pump station, which is well underway right now, and then the raw water pipeline, which will take water from that pump station, and it'll go along Pine Street to bring the water to the Pine Street water treatment plant. Harvey also impacted the city's other source of water, the Loeb groundwater wells just north of Beaumont. 
main thing that we're working towards is addressing that well three pump. So we'll have a project going forward this year to replace out the well three pump and bring it back operational. Studies are being done to determine if the wells are worth the additional investment. We've still got to put the generator back at Loeb, and then we've got some electrical work improvements to, to be done there. Or if a new water treatment plant would be the solution. We did not, uh, weren't successful in that grant funding. Right now we're doing a study looking at the long-term uh, operation of Loeb versus putting a West End water treatment plant. The exceptional drought also raised the issue of water discoloration due to iron and manganese. What happened during the drought is if you have disruptions to the piping, then it stirs up those sediments and they come out and then you have a coloration to the water. The city looks to tackle this issue by 2025. We have a project going on right now to implement chlorine dioxide at the Pine Street plant. Chlorine dioxide will remove iron and manganese from the waters. The city plans to invest over $40 million into water projects in 2024. These projects over the next five years will prepare the city to deal with water emergencies, whether it be a drought or storm, in the years to come. Reporting in Beaumont, Maya Caleb. Now more information on the city's community investment plan will be on our website. So again, it seems like a plan that's been in place for a while. At least they've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. Now well, infrastructure time, right? has become also one of those hot topics for yeah. every city to be talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Right, thanks, Katrina. Mm -hmm. Well, rain this weekend will likely create more breeding spots for mosquitoes in southeast Texas. The area has already seen mosquitoes multiply this month. Typically, we see the mosquito population grow during the summer, but the extremely hot and dry weather had the same impact on mosquitoes that it did on many humans. It kept them from coming out. Jefferson County Mosquito Control Director Denise Wheeler says in southeast Texas, though, there's really no such thing as a mosquito season since weather conditions change so often. And right now, Wheeler says the weather conditions are ripe for mosquitoes. She says wind direction and more rain than we've had in some time, definitely attracting them. But she assures residents that mosquito control always prepared. She says while traditionally there's usually a slowdown of activity in the fall and winter, her staff never gets complacent. She says spraying is taking place, especially in the more vulnerable areas like Sabine Pass and Pleasure Island in South Jefferson County. The recent marsh fires and fog in Jefferson County have also complicated mosquito control's efforts to kill the pesky insects. That's because planes that spray can't fly because of poor visibility. If you do notice an increase in mosquitoes in your neighborhood, you can report it to Jefferson County Mosquito Control at number 409-719-5940. I had some friends, deer hunters, mm -hmm. <laughs> they were telling me it was almost so bad, oh, it, yeah. you know, that they weren't sure it was worth it because the mosquitoes were so overwhelming. Well, you saying, yeah, kind of issues yeah. too Out when you're out. the golf course, yeah, yeah for a Everywhere. fact, no <laughs> doubt. And now your daily forecast from the KFDM Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here is a look at your forecast. It is Friday, November the 10th, starting out a little on the wet side across Southeast Texas. The rainfall we've seen so far has not been very heavy, but it has been light and fairly steady throughout the night. Uh, what we'll see as we work our way through the morning, 
probably a 60 to 80 percent coverage of showers at any one point during the morning. It's not going to be widespread rains all day long. There'll be periods of rain and periods of cloud cover. One thing we will continue to see today behind the cold front that's coming through this morning are slowly falling temperatures. We're right around the 70 degree mark this morning and I think by the end of the afternoon we'll see our temperatures down into the lower 60s. North winds will pick up across the area. They should average out to about 15 miles an hour today. Again, the big story heading through the weekend and starting today is going to be the rainfall that we see across parts of southeast Texas. I think overall today we'll see about an 80% coverage starting this morning and continuing through the evening hours. It does look like we could see some decent rainfall or at least some decent coverage of rainfall uh, as we head into the early evening. Things may taper off a little bit on Saturday. Probably not going to see the widespread coverage we were anticipating, but still looking at about maybe a 50% coverage overall. Rainfall totals uh, still expected to be up around 1 to 2 inches before it's all said and done. That's Friday into Saturday. We get a break most of the day Sunday, but on Sunday evening, that upper level low and that surface low we've been talking about for Monday starts to move into the area. So by late Sunday night, we'll see a 50% coverage of showers, maybe a couple thunderstorms, but a more uh, more likely chance for showers coming up on Monday. As a matter of fact, on Monday, we're going to go with a 90% coverage of showers across southeast Texas. And at that point, I think we'll see some of the heaviest rains. By the time everything is done and we start to quiet down over on Tuesday, we should see some totals that approach 3 to 4 inches across parts of southeast Texas. Temperatures likely to stay in the 60s all the way through the middle part of next week. Then we'll slowly warm up back into the lower 70s for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of next week. Uh, let's take a look at your marine outlook today where we've got a moderate risk of rip currents. The wind speeds are going to be out of the north, 12 to 22 knots, surf running at 2 to 4 feet. Water temperatures at 71 today, or 73 rather today. Our UV index is going to be 1. A lot of cloud cover when it's not raining across the area. Allergy report, we've got no tree pollen, moderate levels of weed pollen, and mold spores. The grass pollen is high. Our sunrise coming up at 637 this morning and our sunset at 522. Recapping your forecast for Friday and the weekend, keep the umbrellas handy, maybe the jackets as well. It's going to be a cool, damp weekend across southeast Texas. High temperatures today, uh, I've already seen them and we'll likely see temperatures fall into the lower 60s by this afternoon temperatures staying in the 60s over the weekend. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening and join us again on Monday for the KFDM Morning Podcast.